You said yesterday that when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down by more than 90 percent. Where did that number come from? It was, because I CBP was speaking, is telling us the number is. I hear you. I'm about to answer. I'm about, people more I'm about to answer you. Year so if far. you, if you, if the dramatics could come down just a little bit. I, um, know, if it, the dramatics could come down a little what's bit. What's dramatic about asking a question about? Okay, I'm I'm going to answer. So I was speaking to the parolee program. As you know, the president put in place a parolee program to deal with, uh, to deal with certain countries uh, on, on ways that we can limit illegal migration. And we have seen, the data has shown us that it has gone down by more than 90 percent. That was what I was speaking and to. to no, I'm, really we're, we're going to go. We're going to move. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're moving, Peter. Let's go. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life? It's an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Control the overload. Wayne Dupree program. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. Whoa! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree. Let me introduce the Godfather of Conservative Radio. Besides, Caleb Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Let me also introduce Mr. G.R. Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, hey, top of the morning, guys. Let's ladies do this. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a serious problem in this country. Um, and uh, yesterday, in, in learning about it and looking about it, reading about it, watching a video on it, uh, Pennsylvania. I don't know what the hell is happening in Pennsylvania, and I don't know what the hell is happening in Minnesota. I don't know. I, I mean, it's for real. I thought Baltimore was bad. <laughs> Pennsylvania is allowing um, after-school Satan satanic club. Um, and it's, oh, and guess what? And it's that's not the first state. Virginia d has done it, too. Portland? After-school satanic clubs that they can meet. I was just talking with my son on the way down. He was like, uh, even though we don't believe in that and stuff, he didn't really see the, the issue of them meeting. And then when I explained to him, I was like, well, and then he asked me and I was like, okay, well, but they're stopping Christians from praying in school. Oh, well then, yeah, well, then there's a problem. You can't pick and choose. You can't pick and choose. They're stopping Christians from, from uh, meeting in school. They're stopping Republicans from uh, meeting in school, conservative meetings, prayer meetings. They're stopping all these things. Now, in some places, they are allowing these things because they went to court. But still, the, uh, um, the liberal agenda, they're still going in and trying to stop these things. Now, I'm 100, and, and again, something that we were talking about um, before, as I was walking down the steps. Whatever you do, and I've said it before, whatever you do, 
in your own house. That's you. That's you. I really don't care. As a matter of fact, I, and, and I've said, if you want to bring it out into your front yard, that's on you. If so happens that you start bringing it out on the street, I'm not going to like it. But that's you. But once you start walking into my yard, then I got a problem because I'm not for it. And I, and and actually, I'm not for it if it's on the street because the street should be a common common place of respect. Okay, well then you need to check that then because I hope I didn't send it to the wrong place. Okay. <laughs> Offline conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Please, please check that. Um, but yeah, with um, um, you know, I was just shocked when I saw it. It just, I mean, it. I mean, to me, <clears throat> it's. I mean, my son said, um, but they're the minority. How how did they have so much power? You know. It's a civics lesson, really, if you think about it. The Muslims have been doing this to us for years. They're using the, the Constitution against us is what they're doing. And, and what happened in Pennsylvania was that the school that they allowed the satanic meetings, the after-school meetings to happen, mm -hmm. had already sponsored Christian operations. So the, the judge ruled that you gotta you got to support everybody. You can't do it. And I would I would submit, get the hell out of government places. If you want to have a Christian operation, do it in a church, or do it at a private club. Uh, don't don't fall into these traps. They've been doing this forever, like with the crushes, with the with the nativity scenes. They do that. They get four or five loudmouths to come in and say, if you allow that on the government square, then we get to have this too. They're smart. They're fighting a war, and we're not. Yeah, they don't fight fair, and they they use our own kindness against us. But you know, it it's interesting if you if you look at the tenets of the satanic religion or whatever you want. So they have nine key tenets: indulgence, not abstinence; vital extension, not spiritual illusion. So they want to deal in reality. Uh, undefied wisdom, not hypocritical self-deceit. Kindness to those who deserve it, not love wasted on ingrates. So if you don't like them, they hate you. Vengeance, not turning the other cheek. Give responsibility to the responsible, meaning subjugate yourself to those in power. Man is just another animal. We don't have any, uh, any base things. Celebrate the so-called sins and the best friend the church has ever had. And uh, they say Satan is the best friend the church has ever had. So as you hear those things and you think how much of those fit the leftist Democrat agenda, they're all about indulgence. They're all about giving authority to those in power. They're, they're all about all that stuff. And I'll, I'll take it even a step further, take it back to what we've been dealing with for the last three weeks. Boy, the CCP had really loved this. Yep. Yeah. We lost our faith in God as a society. 
set us right up to worship a human. Yeah, I mean, look, society needs to come to grips that um, time for sitting, time for sitting on the sideline has passed, man. You know, I mean, I, look, I understand we went through after the Roaring Twenties, uh, people got lazy. Well, not not lazy, but um, understand after the Roaring Twenties and and the, and the uh, and the partying and stuff that was done in uh, and in, in the 70s and stuff. Well, look, I understand people's mindset change, but the but the hard work of this country and making this country move forward. See, I'm still one of those that um, if you come to this country, I believe that you should accept what this country is all about. You should force that. You know, I mean, if that's if that's the way that I mean, yes, I know it's a mountain pot, but the mountain pot is you bring in something from where you came from to make it better, not to take it over. All right. And that's what has happened with a whole lot of these countries that have come in um, and, and the so-called leaders that ha that are being bought and paid for by um, the CCP and other globalists. Um, they have probably some type of evil agreement to allow um, things like this coming. Listen to, um, listening to Nicole talk about Uber drivers and them, uh, the, um, the drug trade with the Uber driver. I never even thought about that. And the restaurants, man. Yeah. Right. The Chinese, somebody said they were eating Chinese restaurants, Chinese food. No uh, <laughs> Come on, don't take my egg foo young away from me. I know. I like egg foo young too, but I, I was like there for a while. I was like, why is this so addicting? No, no, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> putting all in your egg foo young. Now I'm sleepy, you know. Um, um, but uh, you know, just we just it was a different time, y'all. It was a different time back then, and right now, I mean, I, I just wish I, I, I just wish it was an island. I, I just wish that there was an island, um, uncharted island that I could be on with just a a, a, a nice open hut. Um, internet service uh, so that I can broadcast a show. And that's about it. For real. Because, you know, I am getting tired of what the United States is allowing. Um, yep. the, um, I'm the people, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of it. And I'm not, and believe me, I've been outside of the United States of America. There's no place other better. It's true. Believe, believe me what I say. There's no place other better. Um, yeah, heck, you know. It's starting to change, though. I mean, you look at these cities. Like I said, well, when I awesome. came back, when I came back from Korea in 1985, yeah. San Francisco was the most beautiful city I ever saw in my entire life. Yeah. And you look at what it's done now. What the what these decades of Democrat leadership and Republican fraud have caused. Um, it's getting to the point where some other countries have safer cities than we have. Yep. You know, and that's just a bad, that's a bad omen. And, you know, I feel like you, except I know that there is no island. This is it. This is all we got. So what, what I think what's happening to us right now, I said it before, I think we're under attack. They are at war and we don't even know they're at war. And our party, how long, I mean, Kevin McCarthy came out in support of the war in Ukraine yesterday. 
You know, how Think long are that. we going to look at this party? Isn't it time to kill this party? Are we going to keep on? I mean, we gain one foot and we lose five every day. Yep. You know, you know it's, um, it's, it's a hard decision, but sooner or later. <laughs> you know, another thing happening in Pennsylvania, too. Um, an Arkansas woman um, is pleading not guilty. She works in a mortuary down in Arkansas. Uh, she's pleading not guilty to selling body parts to a Pennsylvania man. Unreal. The body parts were confiscated. Uh, Pennsylvania man is uh, is uh, arrested, but uh, yeah, she was arrested. Uh, for participating in selling body parts. Um, you know, let me tell you something. Again, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't understand, for real. Her, um, her name is Candace Chapman. This is the guy she sold the body parts to, by the way. He just needs one in the forehead. Facebook. Yeah. Look, body parts are sold on uh, Facebook Marketplace. You know, I, I got worried about this, even watching my own kids, man. This this craze of tattoos, man. If you remember when we were younger, Wayne, there wasn't nothing like this. Yeah, no, it wasn't. You'd see one or two on somebody's arm if they went in the military or something like that. Or, you know, maybe a biker would have a bunch of them, but nothing like that. That How could you hate yourself so much yeah. to do that to you? To right. That to you? Look at that guy. He'll never get a job. Yeah, and that's something that I always thought of too when I saw that with um that's that's jail culture. I'm saying if I saw that guy at my front door, I'd probably shoot him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's jail culture thing right there. And it's leaked out into Godless. It ties right in with the Satan thing you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, and here's what's scary is I mean, we're really in like the time of good versus evil. Like we have crossed the Rubicon. We have crossed where we disagree. We've gone from like Motley Crue or Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off a bat and everybody loses their mind to there are demonic people performing demonic rituals in these music videos, in what they're singing about, in everything. It's just, it's it's beyond the pale, in my humble opinion. And if you look at, what's his name, Carp Diem? The meme guy. I mean, he, mm. he wrote an article uh, that I read. I didn't read the whole thing. It was too depressing. Uh, but like millennials voted like 56% for Democrats. Gen Z, like 70 some percent. And right. We projected this out, you know, like a couple decades. It's going to be much more than that. And, and I would suggest that, well, look, they're young, so they don't really know what they're doing yet. Usually I was a Democrat. And it took until I was 30 till I realized that I was on the wrong, on the wrong road. So hopefully they'll change, but we, and I don't even care about GOP anymore. I, I swear I don't, but MAGA, we got to reach out to these young people. Yeah. We can't lose them. We can't afford to lose them. But see, that's, but see, that's the bee in my bonnet when it, when it comes to the TPUSA and all these young organizations that the Republicans keep pumping up they have thousands and thousands upon thousands of members but they're all the beautiful people you're not reaching out to you this guy that. right there you notice that you know yeah 
Yeah, and yeah, I've been among them. I mean, these are the best people you could ever think of. We don't have to save them; they're already saved. We need to go out and save these other people. Well, we have to have a we have to have good messaging because we're competing against messaging where they're selling free stuff and hedonism. Which, as a kid, would you rather have the the person that says "Don't have sex till you're in a relationship or married"? Or would you rather have the person that says, we'll give you an abortion? I mean, you know, and it, it's got to start with with ground level connecting these people and show them a better way of life. And these leftists are all miserable and they don't draw the conclusion that my lifestyle is what's making me miserable. Like, I, I hate everything. You know what? And that's the perfect opportunity for our people to bring in a message of hope. In the way of conservatism. And we're not, a lot of people aren't doing it. No, because we get out there and you look at that guy that you just said, I'm not saying him, he's lost, man. You forget that guy. Right, yeah. But you look at these young Gen Zers and the first thing you need to do is talk to them with respect. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. You talk down to these kids, of course they're not going to vote for you. You're you're right. totally you're totally you're totally one hundred percent right, and I believe that, and I and and um, I didn't even come to that conclusion until about maybe four five years ago, uh, because uh, you know some people that I was talking to, uh, I realized I was like, it's almost like when I left for the military, I was raised up in a Christian household, I I know what the Bible taught me, I know that we used to go into into community and do like Saturday walks and stuff and uh, talk to the community and stuff. Have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ? You know, witnessing, they call it witnessing. So um, I, I did all that. And then when I got into the military, I started talking to people of various religions and listening to them. And I was like, man, what makes me, I mean, how can I tell this person that they're going to hell if they don't believe in what I believe in? That's not right. That's not right. Maybe if they see through how I live my life, then they'll want to know more. But I'm not going to, I'm not just, just going to walk, hey, you know, if you don't accept Jesus Christ. I told a classmate one time, we laughed about it today. He stole a pencil of mine in school, and I, it was, we were little kids. I, he stole a pencil of mine. I said, you're going to hell for stealing. <laughs> that's that's how bad it was in my mind, you know. Um, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with witnessing, but I am saying that you just can't walk up to somebody and say, I can't be the opening salvo. Yeah. Right. And 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 now, and, and the reason why I bring that up is because now you move that to politics. You have to know how to talk to somebody. You know, you can't talk... You can't talk over them. You have to talk to them. And for for a long time, I remember Republicans used to talk over uh, minorities. They used to talk over poor white people. They now Democrats do it. Now Democrats right. do it. You know, look at that hearing that they had in Manhattan, the anti-crime hearing. How that guy talked to that woman who lost her son. And yeah, the ladies, yeah. the ladies like, don't insult my intelligence. Yeah, sure He's does. talking down to her like she's a fool. And she picked right up on it. You can't do that. Right. Let them do that. And then we'll point it out to them. Yeah. Um, in, in, in this, uh, in these after school Satan club, um, these kids 
<laughs> if these kids had known about Jesus or if, if they had known or, you know, yeah, I guess I could say that. If prayer was back in school, I don't even think that they would have that. But, um, you know, I mean, you want to take prayer out of schools, that's on that's on y'all. You, you know, I mean, it helped us when we were kids. I'll we didn't even what, think about it. You get we didn't deploy, even think about it. Get deployed to a combat zone and tell me you don't pray. Exactly. Well, and I think in the chat, a couple of people have mentioned Jesus Revolution, which powerful movie, if you haven't seen it. And um, it's from the same studio that put together The Chosen, which can't recommend that strongly enough. Chosen was a fabulous show. But the Jesus Revolution talks about how churches started connecting with the hippies in the 60s, basically. And yeah. Instead of the uptight white dude saying like, no hippies, you got to wear a suit to church. The the pastor opened things up just to let them be who they are and just teach them the, the teachings of Christ. Destroyed and, my church. <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, another thing that just, that I felt that I felt destroyed um, the black church was uh, they, uh, they start allowing uh, entertainers to come in and uh, uh, the, they started allowing people of the world to come in and do gospel albums with the choirs and stuff. And I, look, I always thought church and I'm not, there's not a church show, but I always thought church is supposed to be the lighthouse in darkness. And in, like when people of sin see it, they see the light and they come to the light. Most of them, yep. they walk they walk through the front door. They understand, wow, it's different in here. This is a place where I should be. And, and then their lives change. Well, I believe to me in the 80s, I've, I've seen a whole lot of stuff. But in the 80s, I start seeing the church start bringing in secular music, secular artists type of stuff into the church, put them up in the pulpit. And I was like, there was a marriage that happened, okay? So now, instead of you trying to show how different you are, you now brought in the very spirits that you've been saying were different from that. So now there's no difference. And I believe that same thing has happened with the, with the conservative party these days, too. My church. My church. In the 70s, uh, at the in the aftermath of the Vietnam War and everything like that, uh, the first thing that they did was the big push, um, and I was in the Episcopal faith, mm -hmm. the big push was to have a female pastor, have a female reverend up there, right? And, and so, by God, in the mid-70s, that happened. Mm -hmm. And in the 80s, we moved into the homosexuals. Yeah. And yeah. in the 90s, and now you got Muslim imams praying at our pulpit. Yeah. And you got Black Lives Matter banners outside the multi-million dollar church. You know, it, it's but just, you know what I tell you, I tell you where that um the Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all that stuff and all that support comes from is when these churches um get into that tax thing with the government. Yeah, then the government owns you. I mean, then I you, know, you, you know, you well, you had to pass to the government then. I got to say, though, I, I think there is a middle ground. And I'll use my church as an example. Like I showed a clip from the sermon. 
I mean, they are all about telling the truth and what's reality. Um, in the church I go to, and I'm, I'm new going there. So, I mean, six months in, really happy. They teach the word of God. Uh, they start the, the service with kind of traditional music. You get to bring your coffee in. You don't have to dress fancy. It's kind of come as you are. Uh, but they have a very hardcore Christian message where it's like, here's the word of God. Here's the, you know, here's the stories. Here's the sermon. Draw your own conclusions. Find a godly way. You know, and like when they talk about like transgender stuff, they're like, hey, you're not something you think you are because you feel that way. Like you're something or you're not something. And and I think I think there's my last church I went to. The reason I left is because I went woke. Soon as the LGBTQ flag went up, I'm like, I'm out. You know, that was me too. I mean, yeah. I went to a summer camp every year when I was a kid, and I mean, I, I was the, I was I the third, church camp. Me too, Calvary Church camp, yeah. and I was the third generation of my family that went there. Yeah. And my son was the fourth, and my grandson was the fifth generation. Mm -hmm. And back when my grandfather was there, he was a star boxer at this camp. My mother was a star archer with bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. I learned how to shoot a rifle yeah. at a church camp, an NRA course that I went to at the church camp. Now it's so freaking woke. I can't believe they even have any fun. Yeah. No guns. No, no. I mean, it's, it's, I don't even think they compete against each other anymore. Yeah. I used, I, I, I learned sad. how to, I learned how to do archery. Um, I learned how to do a few things at church. I mean, honestly, I felt so because there were there were no adults around. Well, there were no adults that you grew up with at the church camp. Right. So you're walking around like you're a little young adult, you know, type of stuff. They you would know? encourage they would encourage boys and girls getting together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, on yeah, Friday yeah. night, Friday oh, night was the banquet. You had yep. to have one set of dress-up clothes, not total dress-up. Yes, right. You had to have right. one set for the Friday banquet, and you got to ask a girl to go with you. Yeah. And all the tables were open. It, it, it wasn't by the cabins like it normally was. I had this. It was uh, awesome. I had this. Uh, a first kiss. Uh, well, I didn't kiss, but I had this. Um, I had these uh, little friends uh, that uh, I miss to this day. I don't even know where they are, but... Uh, I think I think she had fell down or something had happened to her or whatnot, and uh, she was crying and uh, she her, her nickname for me was Uncle Ben. Her, her nickname was Uncle Ben for me, I guess you know. And uh, she was crying out for me, and I ran over there, ran past people, and picked her up and took her up to the to uh, to the church and. You know, I mean, you know, it kind of felt important. To... Look, I don't know if there are camps out there for little kids like this today, and I don't even know if I would send my um, kids. I know. You got to be scared. Today, yeah. Uh, but the we built character, and we also grew up at places like this. Yeah, he learned a lot. It helped. It helped us grow. And if it didn't help us more, then not just our communication skills, but right. it helped us. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Best days they, of my life. Yeah. And they and taking taking church camps away, uh, the spiritual type of thing, 
And also taking the idea of uh, fantasies, um, dreams away from kids has hurt our kids today too. Because I know when I was growing up, first teacher, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to be when you grow up? You, you know, and and you know they bring in uh, uh, people, firemen and policemen and stuff, and they're you know they're bringing the fire trucks to the school, and you start seeing things, and uh, and um, you go to the science center, and you look at, and your imagination—that's what has killed the kids today. The imagination has been destroyed by our generation, by our generation. Because I know when I was growing up, my I ain't look, yeah, we heard we knew about Santa Claus. You know, we Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus coming time. Whoa! We get to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Easter Bunny too. Yeah, yeah, the Easter Bunny. It didn't hurt us when we found out that it wasn't real. We found out on our own that the stuff wasn't real, but it didn't kill us. Right. But the imagination helped us concoct certain things about how we thought about stuff. The sky was the limit. For us, because our imagination was able to grow. I got to share this real quick story with you. I'm hey. about I'm about seven years old, maybe, possibly eight, and my dad. It's, it's snowing out. It's Christmas time, right? It's like December 11th or something like that, and we're walking down to the store, which is about three blocks away, to get a cheesesteak. And I'm with him, and I'm happy because I'm I, I'm. It's one of my first memories, you know. And I'm walking, and I'm like, Dad, listen. It's Santa Claus. And you yeah. can hear it. <laughs> Damn salt truck with chains. Yeah, I thought it was, you know, Blitzer and whatnot. I was like, damn. Yeah. Look, I, I, I knew that was Santa Claus. Yeah. My mom, my mom, again, my mom worked at the radio broadcast station. So um, on Christmas Eve, she used to turn on the radio broadcast. And, uh, the, and the people used to be like, uh, we have a sighting of Santa Claus over yeah. such and such and such. Kid, you got to go to sleep because if you, so you know, you hear it. We ran and looked up at the sky and stuff. I don't see it. You see it? No, I don't see it either. Okay, well, let's go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. And, you know, but that was the time back then. It was fun. Sure. Young. I mean, it was fun. You know, we went outside and we played and we joked around. We, character was built. We learned skills again with, with hanging with the, we weren't thinking about Satan clubs back then. No. We weren't thinking about uh, putting tattoos all on our face and coloring our eyeballs black and um, uh, uh, well, you and Hydra and all that crap, you know? Yeah, hit the nail on the head what you learned in those church camps. You yeah. learned, I learn a skill, I do hard work, and I get this fulfillment mm -hmm. from how that goes. And now we teach kids instant gratification. They don't yeah. have to work to earn things. I mean, just we've done it to ourselves. Look at how many kids, you know, oh, you're 14 now. Here's your phone or 12 or 10 or whatever it is. And like the and, guy collecting body parts, man. I mean, that that's something that we our generation didn't do because you know what? Because we went to Sunday school. Right. That's yeah. where it starts, Sunday school. Yeah. And that's what these generations are missing out on. Yeah, yep. I, I really mean that the empathy and the emotional morality. Um, it's it's shot because nobody ever taught them any different. Right. right. They sat them in front of the TV and mom and dad went to work and let the government educate them. I mean, let them in front of the TV. They're listening to satanic stuff. 
uh, on the Teletubbies or whatever the hell it is. And uh, of course, you're going to get that. The Wiggles. Right. Um, <laughs> no hope either, birthday. like you said. No hope, no imagination. Yeah. Nobody's I, telling them this is the best place there is. Right. You right. Know, and the and other, that, thing, that's the other thing. thing that's lacking, too, and I'll shut up, is, is thankfulness. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times when things are going bad, I just look at my wife and say, you know how much worse it could be? Yeah. We are blessed to be here. Yep. That's such an important aspect of all of this. And I don't think those kids have it because they've never been anywhere else. Right. 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 And that's, and you know, I, I'll go back to the first time that I left the United States. And um, now again, everything in my, everything up here is what I've seen on, in the movies, what I've seen on TV, what, you know, uh, what I've been told in the news, that's what I have up here. So when we're flying to our, um, when we're flying to uh, Saudi Arabia, and I told you we went to um, Ireland, and we and our plane pulled up beside a CCP plane, <laughs> a Russian symbol. Shaman like, Airport. I was like, oh, they're here. Oh, yep. What we're gonna do? You know, I mean, you know, what we're gonna do? just go in there. Those, you know, just actually go in there. And they're sitting at the the this little coffee thing in the middle of I mean I don't even know if there were any seats alongside it just looked like a long hallway, you know, but it was just a little coffee place where they had black coffee and Russians and Americans and whoever else was there sitting down there drinking coffee. I'm like, right. it's not supposed to be like this, is it? We were told something else. Oh, by the way, too. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Zel- <laughs> they, um, breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Zelensky oh, looks like he's um, hit. Uh, uh, looks like he's trying to. It looks like he's trying to take out. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Putin with some drones. There's old quote if you best go for the king, you better kill him. You best kill the king, you better kill him. Omar, do we, we want to drop the videos, Wayne? I got them. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, give me just a sec here. Uh, these are all short ones, but I got three yeah. different ones. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why I was going to um, play because it, it was real short. And it only showed one. It didn't show two, right? Uh, well, I've actually got like six. I'll show the, the best three I found. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, just, <laughs> no, just show the best one. Yeah, we don't need to. Well, they're all like 10 seconds. So there's that's the aftermath. If you can see the smoke coming out from under the over the Kremlin. And I don't know if we can make that bigger or. Um, but here is the um, here's the actual missile or these are drones that they're saying we're attacking Kiev and then or uh, the Kremlin. And then you'll see where they get shot down by the air defense right over the Kremlin. And then uh, this is the ancillary damage that you'll see from the um from the drones when they hit.
They're going to get their asses whooped. Does anybody believe that Ukraine did that? No. Well, I'm just, uh, we should probably tell the story with everybody for what they're well, hold claiming. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on before you, you know, with, yep. with that. Because, I mean, the bottom line is he's poking the bear. Yep. So, somebody is. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think that somebody wants to end this thing as quickly because if they don't, then it's really going to explode in their face. So, um, I mean, when I first heard it, I was like, well, damn, the United States is for real. I did. I was like, damn, we just did that. I mean, I got a, I got a quick synopsis of, of the situation. If you'd like to hear it, it it's uh, because a lot of Americans don't have any idea what's going on. over. They're not there, watching right? it. They're not watching it. America's neocon citizens with Ukrainian roots are currently trying to push Ukraine into a spring offensive. Everyone knows will be a massacre just to cover their own butts, so they will have an excuse to cut and run in time for the coming presidential election. Given the disgraceful alliance between a federal regime risking nuclear war with no proper authority from the American people and what used to be a press, which is now a little more than the government's collaborator in suppressing the facts of what's happening, the American people have no idea What's going on in their name? The current Congress is still, and I'm talking about Kevin McCarthy here. The current Congress is still as indifferent to the executive branch's infringement of its war powers authority as it is to its key responsibility in enacting budgetary legislation. Both political parties are all too willing to da 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 da. The Russians have been running methodical textbook attacks, destroying the assembly area for the 13 brigades that the leaked Pentagon papers said would be used in the offensive. So far, nine of the vital headquarters detachments of the brigades have been attacked. That targeted a lot of the key veteran person. Remember, all these brigades are draftees. The key veteran personnel desperately needed to lead the inexperienced new troops desperately raised in a Ukrainian last stand. Ukrainian assembly areas themselves or near railhead bottlenecks up and down the line of engagement where armored vehicles and supporting artillery are assembled, munitions and other supplies are stored, and troops are concentrated. Hundreds of tons of artillery ammunition and missiles have been destroyed, and thousands of troops have been killed or injured. I mean, they're getting ready to go down. Russia, if I was Putin, I'd attack right now. You know, you you start I'm surprised he didn't. I am too. I'm surprised he didn't. I don't know what he's waiting for, but I'm surprised he didn't. But to have Mitch McConnell come out there and scold Biden for not pouring more into Ukraine than he is already, uh, and, and Kevin McCarthy getting on board, I'm done with this party, man. I don't want a world war. I don't know. Russia either. did absolutely nothing to me. me and he did nothing to any of us. Right, exactly. I mean, well, I if even... you look at these last five days, it's been ridiculous. They sent U.S. drones into Crimea, the Crimean Peninsula, and they they hit a bunch of fuel depots. They did more today. They sent more drones in. So then when these two drones went Look, to the, the GOP, Kremlin. The GOP's in the chat room. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Salty Von Mahone. <laughs> Tell you what, you Silly go rabbit. enlist. Yeah, you go over to Ukraine. <laughs> well, <laughs> that works out for you. Right. You know, we got people now flying Nazi Ukrainian flags off their houses and off their cars 
and we've got several Democrat representatives voicing against Israel. Is that what we are now? Are we Jew-hating Nazis now? Right. Uh, Salty? Mm-hmm. Oh, these people, man. I'm telling you, it's uh, it's not going to end well. And you know, the big, the biggest crime is all the Ukrainians that are going to die over this yeah. BS, over this political BS. And China's over there. We reported yesterday that they had the biggest naval operation in the Philippines in years getting ready right. for the Chinese invasion of Taiwan. And we're talking about Russia. You know, and, and I'll tell you, this, this infuriates me. This is the caliber of these generals. We have allowed the entire world to know that we're out of artillery rounds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and here's what's remarkable, too, when people want to say, like, you're Russian apologists. The fact is, the U.S. military-industrial complex was pushing Ukraine in all these weird cultural directions. They're pushing them to be in NATO. And Russia will no longer allow Ukraine to be in NATO than we would allow missiles in frickin' Cuba. Right. And... I can't say Russia's wrong about that. I mean, if if Russia pairs with Mexico and they're like, we're going to start putting missiles in Mexico, we'd be like, are you freaking nuts? Hard stop. No way. And why why can why would we expect different from Russia? And then when they continue pushing to that, at some point, Russia just says, screw you. Like, we're going to escalate. They've They've showed incredible restraint so far. I would say so from the beginning to tell you the truth because honestly the way the way that we were talking about it and i mean if you really look at reality this thing could have been over after week two week three if they really wanted to if they really if it if putin was like send them all just send them all yeah it's only just, just do it. it just do it yep. just send them all and and you know what if you have to kill whoever you have to kill just kill them and that's right. getting ready to happen and salty you can you can sit there and be delu- in your delusional world yeah. thinking that Russia's the enemy. Tell me why. Yeah, exactly. Why is Russia the enemy? Right, right. Uh, a basically Christian country. It, it, why? Why are they the enemy? Right. You can't tell me that because they're not. I'm not saying we're best friends. Yeah. But you need to look, at, them, look, at, look at your history. They, look at well, who started are. this. It wasn't, it wasn't Russia. Yeah. Didn't start this. And there was a time where we had reason to be fearful of the CCP, you know, uh, or of the USSR. There, there was a reason when they were trying to spread communism around the world. Now that movement has moved into China, but people haven't adapted their mentality. I mean, the average Russian citizen probably has more in common with people watching this show than they would believe, like they're hardworking they, you know, they, they're Christian. They believe in traditional family values, all that kind of stuff. Let me, let me straighten Jerry out real quick. Um, one week before Putin invaded the Russian provinces of Ukraine, Vladimir, Vladimir Zelensky bombed those provinces for a whole week. Putin didn't start this. Putin moved in to save the ethnically Russian people and Russian speaking people of Donetsk and Bakhmut and, and these areas. So, and you know, if, if, if you want to hate uh, on, on, on Putin, you're, you're free to do that. And, but, he, uh, and, 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 and he told everybody what he was doing. He came out and said that he's trying to protect the Russians that were in 
those areas. I remember him saying that. So, but again, Hutchins said it. Jason said it. Explain to us why we should be angry at Russia. What are they doing to America? And, and let's not forget something, folks. Who's going to pay for this? We're $30 trillion in debt. 31. Who's going to pay for it? How are we going to? Hey, you, you already, you guys already outlawed damn near everything having to do with coal and gas. Can't How are we going to make tanks? Can't use it. How are we going to make battleships? Yep. We're out of artillery. You guys, I, I'm telling you, you want to go, you go. Exactly. And don't tell Which me you about won't. serving your country either. Which you won't. Which you will not. You will not go and fight. You won't. You you'll you'll um you'll you'll sit in your basement um in your filthy underwear and uh working on your keyboard, eating um eating uh, eating uh, bonbons and peeing in jars so that y'all can just get on social media and just be a, a keyboard terrorist. That's about it. You're not, you don't have any love of country for real. Not, not this country. You don't have love of country. You don't give a good guy during what happens. But then you can worry about Ukraine. 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 A, a man that keeps on asking. One of the most violent things. countries on the planet. Y'all don't even you know. You look at what the Ukrainians did to the Jews during World War II. Yeah. And Russia, too. Russia's no... I, I don't know where you get off thinking I like Putin. Uh, Stalin went into Ukraine and murdered millions, seven million yep. Ukrainians. And he didn't do it with guns. He starved them. He starved them. He, starved them. he went to every single farm. Ukraine is the breadbasket of the region. Went yep. to every farm with soldiers and took every piece of grain that they had. Yep. Here's the reality, too, that people have to adopt. We are one country on the globe. People get to live the way they want to live in their own countries. And they're far there. If you ever were exposed to how many atrocities are happening around the world, it would like blow your mind. Like Russia wouldn't be top 10 for the atrocities going on out there. They're having a border dispute with a country that they didn't like. They feel that parts of Ukraine should be Russian. And Ukraine thinks it too. That's why they bombed them. <laughs> you know, these are two Slavic countries that have been fighting for a thousand years, and they'll fight for the next thousand years. It's none right. of our. It's none of our business. It's not. We can watch, but you know, just I was shocked. Well, I wasn't shocked, but I was like, "Oh man, y'all, y'all really stepped it up this time, boy." I can't because believe how easy it is to drag these morons into war. Yeah. Right. And this is different than any war that has happened in our lifetimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You go up against yeah. the bear in the bear's house. Oh, that's not going to end well. He already said that um, he wanted to be at at the square, at Red Square or, or the Kremlin, right? Yeah. He said that already. I mean, you, you, you people have been taught that America won World War II against the Nazis. No. Right. Russia yeah. did that. Yeah. yeah. He yes. came in at the end. At the but there's end. no way we were going into Russia. At the Eisenhower, end, yeah. Patton, and all them said, no, we're not going yeah. in there. Let the Germans go in there. And the Russians handled the Germans quite nicely. Right. In their panzers that now we want to drive back into Russia. German tanks. Think about that. Every man, woman, and child will be out there fighting those tanks with pots and pans if they have to. 
You know what, dude? And we and we and we wouldn't even have done anything to Japan if Japan wouldn't have um, decided that they wouldn't expand the empire. Um, um, Japan uh, 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 told us, based on the little thing that I saw, we're going north. Yep, we're going north. We're going to get some resources and stuff like that. They destroy China. <laughs> they destroy China. They beat up. Yeah, that's and right. Korea. Little Japan and, and, and Korea beat up China and Japan. I mean, uh, and oh, Korea. Yeah. They beat them up. Look and up the, were, the rape of Nanking in the thirties. Yeah. Yep, Japan, y'all. Um, and 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 they were basically like, you know, just they told the United States just stay out of it, and they did. United States stayed out of it. They all oh, right. They. They didn't get into the war between Germany and Russia. They they let Japan do whatever they they were isolationists. As long as you don't cross these um, the, on the west coast and the east coast, you're cool. <laughs> Look at this logic right here. <laughs> Who's backwards? How are we helping? You're the one that wants to go to war. You're the one that wants to invade or whatever the hell you want to do. You must have been in the navy. Uh, <laughs> look forward yeah, so, uh, well and I, uh, I will say too like it is right to have some legacy of that feeling because there was a time when the USSR was really trying to take over the world and all that thing it was it's working it's working yeah right? it was but it's it not was. people like us it's people putting no. the Ukrainian flags in their yard and and, right. and also I think they learned too because um, and I think that, I think the way that Reagan did it I'm not saying that it was right I'm not saying no. I'm not saying it was wrong. No, look, I'm not saying it was right. But what he did was he outspent them to our detriment too, because right. <laughs> because we didn't have the money. But he outspent them. He spent he 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 spent them into oblivion, basically. So you know, I mean, I'm watching. I think those are where we saw the TVs where the Russian people were all uh, had on their big old coats and they had their baskets out and they're standing in the soup lines and stuff yeah. because they couldn't eat because and, and their economy like bam, you know, because oh, yeah. they were trying to keep up with what we were doing. And somehow, some way <laughs> we kept doing it and they couldn't do it, you know. That's and why I said one I reason know. there's only one reason that we were able to do that. Because we were the only country that could print money. Right. 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 Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, but that's going away. But now, you know, you can't expect people to stay stupid. And what they have done and what, and what China is, China was watching the whole thing. What they decided to do, they were like, you know what? We don't have to use weapons. We'll just insert the Chinese professors like you were talking about or, right. you know, these, um, into the institutions, you know, we'll, we'll, um, we'll infiltrate their, uh, um, TV. We'll buy parts of Hollywood and start, uh, working out at MGM or Paramount or whatnot, start making, uh, Americans sympathetic to, uh, to, um, Chinese, uh, um, actors and stuff. The, the, um, the Oscars, the Oscars just a couple months ago. Right. 
the best pitcher. I mean, and and this was during the time when there was some real hard tensions between China and and um and the Biden White House. They got Oscar for the best pitcher. They did. They got Oscar for the best pitcher. Well, it's like, what well, damn? They got and the- people don't see it so obvious. I mean, for the cost of the drones that Ukraine and Russia are bannering back and forth, you can go buy 10 politicians. You know what I mean? And you own that politician forever. And it's not just the politician. It's it's the people that sold he's listening to. It's it's right. ABC, NBC, CNN, Fox yeah. News, every single one of them. Right. It's telling you that there's some kind of thing going on in Ukraine that's not. Right. Ukraine never had a, a shot in hell of beating Mother Russia. Never. You know that. You and we said that from the very first day this story sure came did. out. We sure did. Yeah. And and how long is Russia going to be patient letting us dump millions and millions and trillions of dollars into Ukraine? They're letting us spend out. That's what's happening. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yep. And guess who's yeah. behind that? China. The CCP, baby. Yep. You're damn right. Yep. They're sitting back there licking their chops. Yep. They're watching. Licking They're watching. their chops and manufacturing artillery rounds. Yep. As a matter of fact, I think that I think they have it all planned out. Yep. In I May, they won't have this. In June, they really won't have this. And in July, they're gonna be bankrupt. You know, or you know, that's how I think that they've planned it out to that to that fact. Our military and, and, establishment has is ruined. Yeah. And so you look at the people in charge, they're not even smart. Exactly. They aren't smart. They aren't smart. But you know, hey, you know, we're we're here. We're telling you the stuff. We're giving you stuff to think about. Go and research it. See if we like it. Exactly. Just and here's on. what's tough, too. You know, like, like I got a bunch of people that follow me on Twitter, and I was dropping information about the Ukraine stuff. And what you find on the mainstream news is not the reality. No. Hmm. Like, and that's that, criminal. Right. That's what makes people like these guys toot the horn they're tooting. You know, if you want to do some research on your own, Research the color revolution in Ukraine. All right. Research what really happened in Ukraine. Look at the picture of the State Department head, Victoria Nuland, handing out cakes to the yeah. communists out there that are protesting. This is all this this has been going on since 2014. As soon as they found out Trump was going to be in it, it right? It, this this is the hook. It's been a hook ever since then. You know what? And another thing, too. Um this Kennedy thing, I don't look. I don't know how real it is. For real, I don't know how real it is. <laughs> Our military is just fine. Oh, but I got uh, looking at these comments, man. Let me shut these off. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> Hutch gets fired up because I you just ignore ignorance. them. It's you ignorance. do too. You. It's <laughs> I did thirty-five years in the United States. I watch it both. I, mean, I watch it. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. But look, Robert F. Kennedy. Wow. I understand what happened to your uncle. <laughs> I understand what happened to your daddy. Um, and I understand what happened to your other uncle because they 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 destroyed his reputation. So he he and couldn't your cousin, run. your cousin, and you play. Right. right. But now Don't he's coming out. He's coming out and saying, "Don't get in the plane." <laughs> Washington has lied. And ignored Moscow's red lines. This is a Kennedy. The, the, the DNC convention is in Chicago. 
You better put some security around this boy. I, I'll tell you, you know, he is such a threat. He right is now. he is a major threat. He's because a major threat. Democrat voters are not Democrat politicians. They're right. they're just lazy. That's a good way to put that. Democrat they voters are, lazy, are not right. Or they're not paying attention or whatever the case may be. Right. They're voting because that's the way my parents voted. That's yep. the way my grandparents voted. Uh and you know people that like and a lot of them are in the in the middle of the city. And if you're in the middle of the city and you've never been anywhere else, you are at a distinct intellectual disadvantage mm-hmm. because if you've never been anywhere else, you think that food's made in the supermarket. Yep. You know, you think that garbage just goes away by government. You know, it, it's really get out, go out and live somewhere else for a while. Well, that's, what's funny when they talk about like, like racism or sexism or that kind of thing. It's like, have you never been to a foreign country? Do you have any idea what's going on? In these places, like they're still throwing gays off buildings in parts of the world. Like, why are you guys talking about, you know, why why are you talking about America so bad and everybody else is so good? Well, they're not even. I mean, they they call they call people Asian, right? Define yeah. to me what an Asian person is. Right. They don't even like that. I don't think I wouldn't. Somebody told me that they don't even like to be called Asians. You know, um, you know. We were talking about President Trump uh, early uh, um, a couple days ago. When you look at President Trump and you understand why we support him, if you can understand why, because I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you why. Um, You see how they treat Joe Biden with kid gloves. Uh, they really don't ask him tough questions. They didn't do that with Barack Obama either. And uh, I don't or even think Bill they Clinton. did it. To, yeah, Bill they, they don't go after Republicans, I, I'm, I'm Democrat presidents like this. And actually, yeah, they kind of went after George W. Bush a little bit, you know, calling him stupid and stuff. But, you know, he, had, you know, he deserves some of that stuff in it. But what they did to President Trump is something that we have not seen in a long time. You're supposed to respect the office of the president. You're supposed to. But the journalists decided that they were bigger than the office of the president of the United States. They decided that they can interrupt him and say whatever they wanted to say, how they wanted to say it, when they wanted to say it, because they decided that, that they wanted to be the story. You know, I'll I'll tell you, we were talking about baseball the other day. One of the most disgusting things that I've ever seen was when President Trump went to a Nationals game in D.C. And the stadium, the people in the stadium booed him. Yeah, Right. That was the most disgusting anti-American drivel that I ever saw. These people have lost their minds. They are the enemy. Yeah. So, basically... I, I saw this, um, I saw this, uh, what do you call it? It's a compilation of the media, the U.S. media. One of them has Kate Collins, who's supposed to be the uh, host of CNN's Town Hall. She's at the end. I want y'all to watch that one. Um, but this is, how our, this is how the media 
treated Donald Trump. Between you people, don't answer, don't talk to me that way. You're just a you're just a lightweight. Don't talk to me that way. Don't talk to I'm the president of the United States. Don't ever talk to the president that way. I take the take the. Well, I'll give you voters. I, I will give you voter suppression. You just have to sit down, please. Sit down. I didn't call you. I didn't call you. I didn't call you. Okay, question? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. She's shocked that I picked her. She's like in a state of shock. I'm not thinking, Mr. That's President. That's okay. I know you're not thinking. You never do. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. How many cases were in the United States when I did my ban? How many people had died in the United States? So do you acknowledge that you didn't think Keep your voice down, please. Keep your voice down. Do you want him to rein in Robert Mueller? What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. But I watch you a lot. Well, you ask a lot of stupid Mr. questions. President, you didn't let me ask my question. Well, you, you've my been question asking a question for 10 no, minutes. So please sit question. down. The argument is that you bought yourself some time. You didn't use it to prepare hospitals. You didn't use it to ramp up testing. Right you're now, so, you're so, 20 million you're so people disgraceful. It's so disgraceful the way you say that. Yeah. Look, look. You know you're a fake. You know that your whole network, the way you cover it, is fake. And most of you, and not all of you, but the people are wise to you. That's why you have a lower a lower approval rating than you've ever had before, times probably three. What do you say the Americans were scared, though? I guess nearly 200 dead, 14,000 who are sick, millions, as you witnessed, who are scared right now. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared? Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what yeah. I say. You said repeatedly that you think that some of the equipment that governors are requesting, they don't actually need. You said New York might need, I, not, I might not need 30,000. You said it on Sean Hannity's Fox News. You said you know, that why you don't, might. Why don't you some, people act? Let, let me ask you. you said why, some don't state, you act, why don't you act in a little more positive? It's always trying to my get question you. To you. Get is, you, get you. And you know what? That's why nobody trusts the media anymore. My That's question why to you, people, how is that going to impact? Excuse me, you didn't hear me. That's why you used to work for the Times and now you work for somebody else. Look, let me tell you something. Be nice. Don't Mr. Be President, my question Don't is. Don't be threatening. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> um, you know, Governor Cuomo, as you played in that clip, has indeed praised a lot of what the federal government has done, but he. No, excuse me, excuse me. He didn't say a lot. I'm telling you. He said we did a phenomenal job. He didn't say a lot. He didn't say you did a good job on ventilators, but nothing else. No, he said we did a phenomenal job. So report accurately, because you are one of the most inaccurate oh. reporters. Uh, those people have been just absolutely excoriated by some of the fake news, like you, your CNN, your fake news. Now, let me just tell you, they were excoriated by people like you that don't know any better because you don't have the brains you were born with. What, sir, why are you saying that to me specifically? I'm telling you, I'm not saying it specifically to anybody. I'm saying it to anybody that would ask a nasty question That's like that. That's not a nasty Please question. go ahead. Why does it matter? Okay, uh, anybody else? Please go ahead in the back, please. I have two questions. No, it's okay. But we'll you go pointed to me. I have two questions, Mr. Next, President. Next, please. But you did. You called on me. I did, and you didn't respond, and now I'm calling on Sorry, I just the young lady in the back, please. I just wanted to let my colleague okay. finish, but can I ask Ladies you Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Appreciate but it. You thank you very nice. much. <laughs> is, that, is that reporter, that Al Cinder, is that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's daughter? I used to say that, well, I used to think that she was, but I don't think so. I I don't know if she's related to her. Let me, let me check. Doesn't matter. I just, I, I forgot about her. That would be a funny plot twist. That's his last name. I mean, it used to be. But anyway, yeah, that, I, I missed that. I must have missed some of those 
when they were occurring because that was a that was a, a highlight reel man i like that i gotta say if you want to do a compare contrast i was gonna i was gonna put one together between the kaylee McEnany press conferences and like john pierre's like for those who haven't watched yesterday's press conference go back and watch it it is the most ridiculous i can't watch her i can't she's up there yeah, flat I'm, out lying yeah and the press is just like okay she's in so far over her head i cannot watch she that. is she is right and um e oh and by the way no it's not kareem's daughter okay i was just wondering um but not a very and, common name no and um um blinken and um uh scurvy Kirby, 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 yeah. Kirby, yeah. Um, brought him in there to give her some relief, and he's just as worse. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, they, I mean, you know, they they get in front of the American. Can you, can you imagine spending your whole life? And if you become a rear admiral in the Navy, you spent your whole life doing that. Can you imagine all that starting at the Naval Academy, all the way through his career to be a traitor like that? I know, right? It's sickening, yeah. man. But again, though those questions, they don't get asked of of Joe, and they don't get asked of um, Corinne, and they don't get asked of the people that are in the White House right now. So why do you do it with Donald Trump? Because they're part why of the do you do it with him? They're part of the party, you know. And and then you allow it, you allow it. No wonder, no wonder he stopped going on all the other networks and stuff. But I'm glad he's going on CNN. She I am for real. I'm Punch him right in the face. Because how do you beat the devil? You walk up to his house, you walk into his front door, and you sit down there, and you start talking everything that you believe in. And I've always believed this. You you tell people what you believe in. You might not convert everybody, but you're going to convert some people. Yep. Some people are going home, and they're going to think about what you said. And it, if you hold your composure, if you hold your composure long enough, you're going to look like the victim. That's going to bring on some more people. You know what I'm saying? That's going to bring on some more people because, like, you know what? I don't agree with everything that you said, but you shouldn't have been treated like that. Um, explain how such and such and such. Oh, there you go. Got, just got and there's, off, there's the off rant for a conversation. And there's issues that we could win with. I mean, right. probably the number one issue right now is crime in the cities. Right. There's yeah. not a liberal in the city that likes that crime. No. Vote voters, I'm talking. I'm not talking about the people that are causing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a perfect, perfect uh segue into a conversation. How do we fix this, guys? Yep. Ask them. Yep. Ask the Democrat voter. What do you guys think we should do? Well, and some of this stuff too, it that's where the media gets in the way is they let these narratives go out. Like right now they're framing the debt ceiling as like they're letting Democrats say that, you know, Joe Biden, Kareen is mega Republicans are trying to cut all these veterans benefits, rah, rah, rah. That couldn't be further from the truth. You know who defaults, who decides whether the debt gets defaulted on or not? Two people, two people, the Fed chair right, and the treasury secretary approved by the president. Yep. There's not a Republican in that chain. We defed, uh, default on the debt. It's the Democrats doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Understand that and, and shout it from the top of the mountaintops because the media that's lying to you about Ukraine is lying to you about that too. Right. 
we talked about the um we're gonna have um nicole on tomorrow since we love her so much and i know some people might have some problem with it but we don't because first off is our show number two <laughs> number two we like her we love her so much because she wakes up she has so much information that um, she adds valuable information to, to what we're doing, which brings me to this video that I'm getting ready to put right now. Uh, she already said that there were only, um, what, 220 companies that are, that are on the stock exchange that are led by Chinese. Uh, watch this. Chinese investment in America right now, despite some of the security concerns? Absolutely. As I have said so many times, as the president has said, we have no interest in decoupling. Uh, isn't that crazy? Yes. Yeah, I mean, but it's, now, it's, it's obvious. I mean, right. they're bought. They're bought. Right. Right. I mean, you know, I know everybody don't watch CNBC. I found CNBC during the pandemic. I didn't watch anything else. I didn't watch anything else but CNBC because I want to see what the companies were doing during the pandemic. Because, you know, all the layoffs and different things like that. And uh, I want to see what they were going to do. And, um, you know, sometimes sometimes when I go to CNBC, I'm like, okay, all right. Because they had Nancy Pelosi on there and some of them talked really hard at her. I'm like, oh, okay. They're like, um, speaker, that's not what you said on the watch. Well, well, yeah. I said, oh, okay, yeah. Y'all, y'all, um, Y'all went after um, hmm. I wonder if I want to play that one. <laughs> you know what? Some videos, ladies and gentlemen, they create their own stories. I want you to listen to Pete Buttigieg answer this question. Don't laugh too loud. But um, I want you to... <laughs> this, this should be a meme. Actually, y'all will probably see it as a meme sooner or later. Just Everything be elected. Do you meme. hope to serve another term as Secretary of Transportation? Well, uh, you know, right now I got my head down seeking to uh, deliver on all of the historic opportunities that are in front of us. It's demanding work, but it's rewarding work. I'm very glad to be doing it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the future is uh, uh, we'll, we'll find out what's uh, what's next. But uh, uh, right now we got a lot to be proud of and a lot more to do. So they fired him. No. Did you hear that, Jay? Did you ever say it? Did you ever say it? About his head being down? Seeking to deliver? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say the jokes right themselves, folks. We'll be here yeah, all week. Another term as Secretary of Transportation? Well, uh, you know, right now I got my head down seeking to uh, deliver on all of the historic opportunities that are in front of us. It's Like what? That's racist the, roads, Hutch. He's got to solve racist roads. It's important. That's the most gayest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Lactating sodomite. He just put it right in front of you. Yeah. I, the only thing missing was I just got to get down on my knees and just Deliver. be a willing participant. You know? Oh, man. Unreal. Oh, man. Um, yeah. You know, the, um, Josh Hawley is becoming a very – Josh Hawley is my is my dude, man. Josh Hawley is my dude, I got to tell you. Uh, but 
another person that has uh, that I feel has always been my dude is um Kennedy. Oh, I love Kennedy. Not, Most educated man in the Senate. Love him to death. And I don't know how he comes up with what he comes up with. But like you said, he's the most educated person in the Senate. And uh, he's a, he's a trash stuff. All that hillbilly stuff is just a fraud, just a show. Is um Kennedy's from where? Louisiana? Yeah, but he went to Oxford in England. Okay. And Higgins is from Louisiana. Yes. The two best, <laughs> the two best, man. I would like to be in the same room with both of them. Yeah, but if you could answer my question, if we spend $50 trillion to become carbon neutral in the United States of America by 2050, you're the Deputy Secretary of Energy. Give me your estimate of how much that is going to reduce world temperatures. So, so first of all, it's a net cost. Um, <laughs> it's what uh, benefits we're having from getting our act together and reducing all of those climate benefits. We're seeing. Let me ask again. Maybe I'm being. Right now maybe I'm not being clear. If we spent fifty trillion dollars to become carbon neutral by two thousand and fifty in the United States of America, how? How much is that going to reduce world temperatures? This is a global problem. So we need to reduce our emissions and we need to do everything we can. How much, if we do our part, countries. is it going to reduce so world temperatures? So we're 13% of global emissions. You don't know, right do you? You don't know, do you? You can do the math. We need to. You don't know, do you, Mr. Secretary? <laughs> So we're 13% of if global emissions. If you know, emissions. why won't if you we tell went, me? If we went to zero, that would be 13%. You don't know, do you? You just want us to spend $50 trillion dollars. And you don't have the slightest idea whether it's going to reduce world temperatures. Now, I'm all for carbon neutrality, but you're the deputy secretary of the Department of Energy, and you're advocating we spend trillions of dollars to seek carbon neutrality, and you can't, and this isn't your money or my money, it's taxpayer money, and you can't tell me how much it's going to lower world temperatures? There or you won't tell me? You know, but you won't? In my heart of hearts, there is Pardon no way the world gets its act together on climate change unless the U.S. leads. Tell me how much it's the going US to reduce. You, ca you can't tell me. Either that or you won't. So stupid. The whole thing is so stupid. I mean, nobody else is going to do it. So <laughs> we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. And, and it's going to make zero impact because all these other nations aren't doing it. It's going right. to bankrupt us, though. Right, oh, yeah, worse than we already are. Right. Um, our idiot of the week. House Republicans need to produce their plan. They did. You said they didn't think they had the votes. They had the votes. You probably don't have 60 votes to, uh, for a clean debt ceiling increase. So isn't it incumbent upon you and the White House to negotiate a deal with spending cuts to raise the debt ceiling? These cuts, as we have pointed out as our hearings will, are so draconian. The American people don't want them, and we cannot. These are not even cuts. And this is not a plan. This is a hard, hard right-wing wish list Ultra that mega. everyone knows has no chance of passing and puts the American people in. McCarthy's giving two choices, given his hard right and how he's caved into them. Either a plan that defaults on the debt or a plan that defaults on American families in a very, very severe way. Give me a break, man. Ladies and gentlemen, he was a couple of days ago. He was like, they ain't got no plan. They ain't got no plan. They ain't got nothing. Now, all of a sudden, when the plan is in front of him, well, it's not a real plan. It's not a real plan. 
Extreme right wing, extreme right wing. Yeah, he's never any interview. Well, and here's what's ridiculous, too. We still have spending levels way above 2019 Mm -hmm. pre-COVID. And I was sharing videos on this. Jean-Pierre last week said they're not going to put the unspent COVID money back in the Treasury. (laughs) And then it was just announced yesterday, $500 to Pakistan, I think, for transgender studies. So, so we're about to, like, we're bankrupt, and they're, the Democrats are going out saying, like, hey, we need to, they, the Republicans want to cut, you know, whatever programs in America. Meanwhile, you're giving all this money to Pakistan for gender studies. Beyond ridiculous. I started off um, the show talking about uh, the um, Satan clubs showed you this. Mm. Idiot guy right here. Well, guess who this is? Oh my god. Do you have that video? No, I don't I don't have the video, but and I really don't want the video. Uh, but the Pentagon is using a drag influencer to attract recruits. Oh my god. The performer, a US Navy service member, has concluded a six-month stint as a digital ambassador. A spokesperson told Fox News. Uh, Thank you to the Navy for giving me this opportunity. I don't speak for the Navy, but simply sharing my experience in the Navy. Hoo-yah, and let's go slay. And you are speaking for the Navy, by the way. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, are we... Here's the thing, though. Like, we're going to need troops for Ukraine. And I think... here. Yeah. <laughs> we need troops we, on the southern borders where we need troops. We're going to need right. troops in our streets because these people need to be um, reconditioned. Right. <laughs> I know I'm serious. They really need to be reconditioned for real. Because there's no way that the little minority should be taking over the United States like this. This is bullshit. It is. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. You know, the majority, yeah, for Chuck for Chuck Schumer to come over when American people don't want well, you didn't answer the American people, did you? You didn't ask the American people, you just throwing that. That's what lawmakers do all the time. Well, the American people, you haven't asked us because you dare to ask us. Because if we because if you did, we would tell you we don't want it, right? We don't want it. I know, I know we talk about this a lot. We bring it up a whole lot. The California people didn't want gay marriage, right. Voted it out. As a matter of fact, that's why a whole lot of people are tired of um, 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 uh, um, uh, voting now. Because the the liberals decided, or whoever they are, socialists, whatever, to get um, beaming communists, they decided that, hey, guess what? Yeah, we lost at the polls, but let's take it to the U.S. Supreme Court. Let's take it to the Supreme Court. And Supreme Court said, well, yeah, you're right. Let's overturn the will of the people. You, 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 wait, what? You overturn an election? Result? The Supreme Court? But the people said no. Right. And y'all said yes? That's messed up. That's why, and Hutch, that's why, that's, that's why, 
I cannot jump on board with, or that's why my my thinking changed after that about winners and losers. It did. It, it really did. Now, your solution, and Jay has talked about it too, but your solution about going in there and cleaning out the first 25 is probably the best solution, hands down. But the way it is right now, there is no, there will not be a winner and there will not be a loser for what's in there right now. There, the system isn't built that way. The system is built, do, 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 do. You're up and then you're down. You're up and then you're down. And then, that's just the way it is. Now, the Democrats got away with it for about 40 years because Republicans went to sleep. I don't know well, how yeah, they yeah. did it. Let, let's let's make sure that we do that do that right now. They, these these people, the Republicans are are as bad as the Democrats. They they're, they're good actors at times. You got your Trey Gowdy and your John Kennedy moments, and, and I got that. But they're both wings of the same bird. And right. until we start there, we're never going to clear this up. I mean, the Republicans have given you the illusion that there are two sides to our politics. Right. It's not true. Washington, D.C. is like the count room in the movie Casino. Yep. They are there and they are assembled and they have one mission. The Democrats want total power. The Republicans want total money. And they'll do whatever they want to get there. They don't give a damn about this ideological. They do. On the left, they do. But the Republican Party, the establishment, the business, their only job is to get the donors money. Whatever the donors want, that's what the Republican Party wants. And right now, the donors are Northrop Grumman, Raytheon, and every other military industrial uh, corporation out there. And that's why they're saying that they're, they're waving this Ukrainian war flag. You know, that there's no, nobody's looking out for you folks. That's why I say, I, I don't know what the details are on how you do this. I do know that it'll probably screw us in our lifetime but we've got to slay the Republican party. Yeah. It's the only way out of this. We have to start our own party, a MAGA party that we run the money and we run the debates. You know how many, there, there's not that many establishment Republicans out there. I mean, I'll give you a good example. You guys, we watched, we watched the uh, contest for the RNC chair. Did that room look like America to you? No. Right. That was the Beverly Hills Country Club with one black dude in it. Right. They're not, they're not us. Well, MAGA is really the party of plumbers and welders and auto mechanics and entrepreneurs. And I mean, your traditional Americans who get up, go to work, raise their family, go to church. And conservatives, like there's bleed over, but the rest of the Republican Party isn't especially the establishment. They just, they just want the money. Like go, go back. I mean, go back through the Bush years, you know, it's just everybody getting rich off, off war. And why do you think we kept going into the middle East? You know, we haven't fought a just war since world war two. Right. <laughs> All the rest of them have been about money. Right. Man. Except possibly the Korean war, but, but the rest of them, there was no motive. Why, why do we go? It's just nuts. It, it drives me crazy. And, you know, I, we often talked, uh, especially early on, Wayne, about the the uh, stereotype that Republicans were given, being stiff old white guys. That's yeah. what the Republican establishment is. It yeah. is. 
That really is them. I know. Look, I know. I've seen it. I've seen it. John Thune, John Cornyn, Barrasso, McConnell. Yeah. But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Don't, but you can't say nothing about it. You can't say nothing about it because just because just as soon as you say something about it, oh, you just you um you're playing the race card. You're a Putin supporter. You like Putin. He's a hero. Yeah. And you hear that from people that don't want the truth. They they don't want to mess up. I said, uh, people don't like to be told that they've been lied to, or they don't like to be showed that they've been lied to, because nobody likes to feel like that they've been took, swindled, hoodwinked, uh, because then you make decisions during that path. You make decisions while you are in that type of thinking. So nobody likes to be heard. Well, uh, you know, I, I know, I, I made, I made a bad decision. I'm, nobody likes to be um, exposed to being like that. So when we tell people about the Republican Party, when we tell people about the same bird, two different wings, when we tell people that um, uh, you said that uh, um, Democrats are about what again? The votes, ideology, uh, ideology, ideology, and Republicans Power. are about business, about money. Yep. Money. Um, people, people like y'all just negative. You're just negative. We got great things happening. What? I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a tip on how to know it. Cause, cause what you said is right. It's much easier to be fooled than to admit that you've been fooled. Yeah. Right. hundred times. So yeah. ask yourself, if you find yourself, trying to rationalize what your guy's doing. If you're a Mitch McConnell and you're a GOP guy, and oh, well, Mitch is just doing it. If you start rationalizing, that's your first hint that you're going down the wrong side of the street, mm-hmm. right? When you start mm-hmm. rationalizing it. Yep. That, and the second thing is, never, ever get an emotional bond with a politician. I stopped that a long time ago. I did. I stopped that a long time ago. I don't... You you'll never hear me say I love a I I, I never know more. Why do you think the draw is so strong to yeah. Donald Trump? Yeah, because he's not a politician. He's not yeah. lying to you. Yeah, he might say horrible things. He might use bad phrases. He might send mean tweets. He might exaggerate. He might exaggerate. Full <laughs> full disclosure. He does like, right. He, he will tell a fishing lie. tale. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He yeah, does yeah. it like a boss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he won't stand up there and say the sky is purple. And right. and I mean, if he says the sky's light blue, the media wouldn't let him get away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Harriet, Harriet says, let's face it, both parties have thrown us under the bus. When they pass or they agree to a bill, you better believe that there's always a deal under paperclip. Oh, yeah. we, are, we are not represented, honestly. Here, here. And that's the issue. We're not represented honestly because the people up there are corrupt. They are corrupt from the time that they put their hand on whatever they swear on. And they put the other hand right here and they accept the laws of Congress. Nine times out of 10, they they have started their corruptness. Unless and 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 a whole lot of people that you wouldn't think of, they're in it too. 
they're in it too. So, I mean, once you can accept that, you know, I used to say, uh, we need to get rid of all of the people, N- not like Hutch and um, JR. I, they talk about going 25 deep. I used to just talk about the top. Vote out your senator, put somebody else in there after six years. You know, just do it. Just do it. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we can do that because my senator is good. Yeah. Well, if everybody's saying that their senator is good, they're never going to vote nobody out. And that's exactly what's happening right now. Everybody's saying, yeah, that's right. Those senators, those people up there are hurting us and they're doing it wrong and, and, and they're hurting the country and we need to get rid of them. But my senator is okay. And it's the same way in state government. Yeah. The Republican Governors Association is a joke. Well, but the thing you got to realize is on the right and on the left, there are normal, hardworking Americans. There are some of those left in the Democrat Party. Uh, But they have convinced those people that their enemy is the Republicans instead of their enemy is the politician. And that's why they win. Whereas on the right, we can see, like, we're smart enough, we're critical thinkers, and we can see we're being taken by our political leaders. Yeah. On the left, they don't. They've, they they tend to operate more on emotion, and they buy into all the media hysteria, and that's why it's hard to change things. And where's their strong point? In the middle of the city. Yep. With the people who are distracted already. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Another one. Uh-oh. I guess there's an active manhunt right now in, in Atlanta now. Um, Jeez. Shooter has uh, multiple people injured. Authorities. Um, oof, look at that. Okay. Let me let me see if I can get this picture up for y'all real quick before, before we get ready to go. This is the picture um, of the active shooter. By the way, they did find um, the other guy. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. And um, it looks like his wife was holding him, <laughs> was hiding him. Ain't that something? Shocking. Yeah, ain't that something? She just ruined her life, too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. Do your thing, girl. Um, yeah, this desktop. Let me get this up here. This is the active shooter in Atlanta <laughs> right now. Uh, he's uh, multiple multiple people have been shot four four dead um, including a mother and three children that's how bad it is Um, because the other guy killed an eight year old and uh, family wow so there you go like I said, um, you know, grab your Bible and ammo. Um, but praise the Lord and pass the ammo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember. I remember they did a movie about that. Praise the Lord. And pass the ammo. It, was, it was kind of funny. All right, Jay, give me some. Give me some last thoughts. So let's just go ahead. 
Well, hey, a few things first, folks. Thanks for tuning in. I will say a lot of activity in the chat today and a lot of spammers in there. So I've been kind of distracted trying to keep up with that. Uh, But uh, we try to keep it clean. We don't censor anybody. If you see somebody was blocked, they're a spammer. Um, So I know when the hot girl says like, oh, you look cute. Send me a friend request. Yeah, no, you're really not that cute. Uh, But for those watching, a uh, great way to support the show, like, comment, share. We talk about it all the time, but that's the easiest way to beat the algorithm. The things we talk about, like, especially tomorrow when we talk, when we have Nicole Sai on the show, uh, they're going to suppress that. Um, you got something, Wayne? Yeah, we're also going to have another guest on the show next week. Starting next week, uh, we will be joining the Red Voice uh, News Network. And um, if you miss the show, you'll be able to watch it at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on their network. We're going to have the the uh, the guy in charge, Mr. Drew Burquist, um, tomorrow um, at the first part of the show. Tell us about the network. Tell us about why now that they're doing this, and um, get you um, get you acclimated into into that. But yeah. Uh, and the reason why I jumped in is because you said that Nicole's coming on. Drew is Drew's going to be talking about Rare Voice Network and um, what everybody can expect for that. So, yeah. Go ahead. That's Sorry. exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then it was, you know, this week, and I said the theme for all week is going to be war in Ukraine and banking for me. Um, I'm trying to spend some time getting data out of what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, Putin's essentially like his Senate majority leader and House leader are like, we need to take out the leadership of Kiev. Like this is escalating really quickly. Um, Ukraine keeps sending drones into the Crimean Peninsula. So uh, stay tuned on that, folks. And and, you know, follow us on social media like we try to share information. You're not going to get it on your nightly news, which you should. Uh, second thing is the banking crisis. It's going to be interesting. Uh, today at 2 o'clock, they're supposed to announce the Fed's going to increase interest rates again. Yeah. Now, two things are going to happen with that. The first, they need to increase interest rates to slow down inflation because inflation's just running amok and they've got to they've put a cap in it. The problem is when they raise the interest rates, it will drive down the value of the bonds that all these banks own. So if you look, we've had five bank failures already this year. There's like three or four on the ropes. For those who follow the stock market, there was like eight regional banks that lost like 40% of their value yesterday. Um, And they're sitting on negative assets. But when they raise the interest rate, that makes those bonds become even worse. So we're in this vicious cycle. So I'll be really curious what happens to the market this afternoon and going into tomorrow. We're probably looking at another Saturday, Sunday. They announce some bank's been taken over or collapse, that kind of thing. So once again, it should be front page news. People other than us three yahoos should be explaining it to you. But uh, but that's a big thing. So yeah, check your, uh, and don't look at your 401ks. <laughs> tonight man it's gonna be a brutal one so uh but thanks for tuning in and hutch wayne great show as always yeah so the easiest way to cut through the pretending nonsense is to ask the obvious question why now the florida republican legislature is changing the sun sunshine laws in florida to block people from reviewing the travel records of the florida governor The claim justification is security to protect the governor and high-ranking 
state officials. However, the obvious timing of Ron DeSantis' pending run for the White House in combination with his administration refusing to give details on who and how the funding for his private charter flights have been taking place during the book tour makes the new law much more suspicious as constructed. We'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time.